The views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, JVC Broadcasting Management, or its sponsors. And we'd like to welcome you to another edition of Spotlight on Long Island Schools on 103.9 LI News Radio, out on the web at linewsradio.com. Spotlight on Long Island Schools is brought to you by the Nassau Suffolk School Boards Association, serving Long Island school boards since 1959. This week in our spotlight, we'd like to welcome back the Freeport School District. And I'm always excited to speak with the folks from Freeport because they do some really cool stuff. They sent some stuff up to space. They spoke to an astronaut via ham radio. We've had some really exciting programs with Freeport over the years, and they really are on the cutting edge of doing a lot of innovative things to help their students succeed and thrive. And this week, uh, well, their program that they're going to talk about is no different. And we'd like to welcome back, once again, Freeport School District. And we're going to welcome in the assistant superintendent from the school district. And she is in charge of the educational administrative services, Dr. Helen Canalopoulos. Welcome to Spotlight on Long Island Schools. How are you? Good. How are you? Thank you so much for having us. Yeah, it's how, you know, uh, a lot of stuff is always talked about, you know, in schools. We know there's a big mental health crisis going on with our youth in particular. And it's been a raising concern for schools, even pre-pandemic. A lot of schools were hiring more social workers, hiring more school psychologists and looking at the ever-growing concerns with regards to student mental wellness. And then post-pandemic, it's gotten so much worse. You guys are kind of taking a different, unique approach to how you're dealing with it in your schools. So tell us a little bit about the program. Yes. So here in Freeport Public Schools, um, our superintendent's vision has always been that without mental health, there is no health. Um, So from a very early on set um, in his career, he had implemented something called Sky Schools, um, which is a breathing program. And we are broadcasting from the school, so there is a bell schedule and everything else. So that's what you're hearing in the background. And that's that's why it's Spotlight on Long Island Schools and not just a regular radio show with music in the background. So pardon the interruption, but now we're back to business. We're back to business. So um, here at Freeport, we do believe in educating the whole child and creating a culture of care amongst not only our students, but also our staff as well. So that just means also that we're not just focusing on the academics, but it's important to us to make sure that the physical and mental health of our students um, is at the forefront of everything that we do. Um, we've always incorporated mental health and social learning, social and emotional learning, I'm sorry, initiatives um, throughout the school day, such as the Sky Schools program that I mentioned, Sources of Strength, um, which is a curriculum-based program that we've adopted in the last few years. Um, and in addition to that, we've had amazing partnerships with Northwell Health, um, Mount Sinai, South Nassau, Malloy College, LIU University. And we've also created some really cool spaces in our buildings. Um, They are called calming spaces and also wellness centers, which is something that we just implemented this year. Um, And in addition to all that, like you mentioned earlier, the last year we did add additional social workers to strengthen our PPS staff, which I'm sure um, our amazing students here will talk about in a little bit. Um, We added four additional social workers, four additional guidance counselors so that we can have a robust team of pupil personnel services in our schools. Um, And with me, I have some amazing change makers that will be talking about all these programs in more detail. That's great. I like how you refer to them as change makers. And uh, the Sky Schools teacher, Miss 
Arlene Easter. Welcome to Spotlight on Long Island Schools. So talk to us about your role and how long you've been involved with the program. And from an educational perspective, what do you see as some of the benefits that maybe you thought you would see, but maybe you didn't count on in a positive way by the programs you have there at Freeport? Okay, so I'll speak specifically about Sky Schools, which was formerly the YES program or Youth Empowerment Seminar. Sky Schools is a nonprofit organization that runs under the International Association for Human Values. We are a social and emotional learning program as many, but what sets us apart from others is that we have the component of breathing and guided relaxation slash meditation that we teach our students. So the teachers are exposed to techniques, the students are engaged in them from the early in the morning. Um, we have the program running in our elementary buildings, in our middle school, as well as in the high school. And as a teacher of Sky Schools, I definitely see the benefit of it every day. I'm going in and I'm teaching lessons that revolve around self-awareness, social awareness, self-management, responsible decision-making and relationship skills. And so all the activities that I engage my students in are geared towards one of those components. And it allows them to really, as one of the students would say later, um, to become more aware of themselves, their feelings, their emotions, how they're interacting with others. And I see beautiful transformations in front of me when I allow the students the space, the safe space to be free about expressing themselves and also to practice breathing and meditation. It's incredible how it just sets the tone of peace among the students. And then the learning after that is so much easier to achieve. So it helps avoid escalating behaviors that could cause some consequences for the students and those around them so it's again that self-awareness saying okay listen i'm i'm getting agitated but i've got tools in my toolbox now on how to deal with that so i'm not making a poor decision and acting out inappropriately kind of a good way to sum it up exactly they're more yeah. responsible there's self-management so the self-awareness leads to self-management and we see a lot of um fires being put out before they even happen or students spending less time in their feelings so to speak so I, wit I witness it every day and I've seen the transformation. I've seen grades begin to improve once the students start implementing these strategies. I've heard them speak about how they're helping, helping family members at home learn some of these practices as well. So we have a ways to go with it, but it definitely is changing lives already. It's so critically important because, again, we hear more and more of the issues that are rising to the top and no more sobering issue than the increase in suicide and suicide attempts among our youth. And it's getting younger and younger. So the earlier that our students could have skill sets and, and like I like to refer refer to it tools in the toolbox on how to deal with stress, how to deal with unexpected events that will cause turmoil or, or whatever else life throws at you. If you have the tools to deal with it and to cope and, and continue to push forward, it's so critically important. And again, the, the superintendent of schools there uh, is so right on with, you know, if students aren't mentally well, they're not learning well or they're not learning. It's I, I equate it the same way if a student is hungry, they can't learn. If your mental health is hungry for stability until you get to that point, you're not learning. So let's talk with some of these change makers and these students that are involved in the programs. I'm really anxious. We're going to start off with the seniors in the group. And uh, well, we'll start off with Rochelle. Rochelle is a 12th grader over at Freeport School District. And Rochelle, tell me a little bit about. Uh, your involvement in the programs, how you heard about it, 
um, and how it's helped you. So I'm involved in several programs, including the Northwell um, Community Scholars and the Coins Mental Health Program. Um, I'm also involved in some programs and clubs in the school, including the HOSA Club, which is new. We just started it this year, which is stands for the Health Occupation Students of America. And I feel like all of these programs that I've heard about in the school, like they're um, advertised all over the school. You, usually your teachers tell you about it or they have flyers around the school telling you about it, how to sign up. Uh, I joined them and they really made me realize who, like what mental health was for me and how I could use it to help others. So the mental health field, is this something that you are exploring, getting into and becoming a professional in the field? Is that what's piqued your interest? I think it's, well, it's not directly into mental health, but it's definitely associated. I want to go into um, law enforcement. So I always believe that um, you have to have some type of knowledge behind like in mental health to be in that field, because obviously you're going to deal with people in that field every day that may not be aware of that in that sense. Yeah, you have to have some viewpoints to be empathetic to a situation you're walking in on. You know, a lot of domestic violence cases are dealing with people dealing with bipolar, depressive disorders or whatever. So if you have a self-awareness of what you could be walking into, that could certainly help you in your career. What's been the biggest aspect of your involvement in this program that you have really enjoyed so far? One of the programs that I like in all of them um, that I've enjoyed the most is um, the Northwell Community Scholars. The program basically focuses on life in general. They talk to you. Well, first of all, our school was a pioneer for the program. So there was 10 students that were chosen to participate for our scholarship and each one has a mentor. So I have a mentor that I'm able to talk to about like college applications, especially for me as a senior. And they also focus greatly on mental health. Great to have that community-based partnership with such a large player in a space like Northwell Health to help show you the pathway after graduation. When we come back from the break, we're going to be speaking with the other students that are involved in the multitude of programs that are being offered at the Freeport School District. You're listening to Spotlight on Long Island Schools on 103.9 LI News Radio, out on the web at linewsradio.com. Check out our Facebook page, Spotlight on Long Island Schools. That's your place to suggest a program, club, or activity that your school's involved in. And your students may be the next one right here in our Spotlight. We'll be right back after this. We'd like to welcome you back to Spotlight on Long Island Schools on 1039 LI News Radio. Again, out on the web at LINewsradio.com, Spotlight on Long Island Schools. Brought to you by the Nassau Suffolk School Boards Association, serving Long Island School Boards since 1959. And we're continuing our conversation with the folks from Freeport regarding their wellness programs and behavioral health initiatives. And we were speaking with uh, the high school senior, uh, Rochelle, who was telling us a little bit about the program earlier. But now we're going to kick it over to 11th grader, Ileana. Welcome to Spotlight on Long Island Schools. And Talk to us about some of the things that you're involved in and why you got involved in it and what it's meant to you so far. 
Uh, thank you for having us. Personally, I am interested in the field of medicine. So we have two centers, on-site and off-site, which aid in the support of mental health, and starting with the on-site on clinic that we have. We have a health clinic that's federally funded, which gives students medical care with parent permission. We have physicals, immunization, urgent care, and medication available at the clinic. We currently have a nurse practitioner, a clerk, and a clinical social worker available to all students who are signed up. And it gives access to better general health and mental health habits to all students. If with our offsite clinic, we have the Behavioral Health Center with Northwell Health. It's commonly known that it's very hard to get mental health support outside of school realms. So this gives access to mental health care in any emergency, giving proper care to students in the district, which currently serves over 214 students. It works almost like a mental health urgent care, which are desperately needed in society today. They're very organized with assessments, referral to further care, coordination of care, and transitional care to, to lead students to greater care and a path to better mental health. Now, Eliana, I'm going to stop you right there because you kind of went right through it real quick. Now, we were talking during the break. You are definitely interested in the medical health field. Why don't you tell the folks uh, the type of area you want to get into? Because, you know, it's not just every area that folks jump into this. So your pursuit is to where? I want to become a pediatric neurologist or a pediatric neuropsychologist. Now, I don't know about anybody else listening, but when I was 17, I certainly was not looking at anything like that, nor had the awareness of that. So good for you. You said something really, really important for me, and it's mm -hmm. access to care, particularly access for adolescents, not only the medical services, but in particular, it's really acute for the mental health services. So by bringing this initiative into school, what do your fellow students, what do your peers tell you about having this access so readily available right there on your campus? What does it mean to them? I think it just breaks that barrier of having to do the whole wait list for a psychologist and then seeing if you have the insurance to cover it. And then all of that, all of those barriers that you would have to face to see a regular psychologist, it's right there for you. And it makes it so accessible to students. And it almost destigmatizes the need to go see someone for mental health, which is just such a great stigma in today's society, whether it be through peer pressure or social media. And that actually segues into another program that we do with Cohen Strong Mental Health, where a few of us students came together to build a project in order to support our school's mental health. And it has to do with the stigma around seeing someone and the accessibility to seeing someone. That's where I pass it over to Emily. Yeah, Emily, you know, the stigma regarding mental health has been around forever and a day. And, you know, it was always, you know, people didn't want to talk about it. They didn't want to talk about that they were struggling or they were upset, you know, in in a lot of societies, a lot of cultures. It's like, oh, well, you, you can't talk about that. You know, oh, everybody needs to think that everything is perfect, right? Especially in what I call the social media world, you know, people do things because they see what appears to be the perfect life. Everybody's given likes and hearts and everything else because you see these wonderful photos and people are doing this and doing that. And more times than not, life is pretty mundane and routine and you get into this thing and you're looking at that online and it's easy to see why people become depressed. They're like, my wife, my life's not like that. But the stigma, I am so glad you brought that up because that was going to be my question, the stigma around it. So talk to us about some of these campaigns that you guys have been involved in to tear down those silos with stigma and make sure that folks are aware it's okay to get help. Okay, so Rochelle, Ileana, and I are a part of the Cohen Strong Mental Health Program, partnering with Northwell. And we recently wanted to help 
Freeport with the local mental health project and to implement in our schools. We want to help local income students know that it's okay to ask for help and not to feel ashamed to go to a social worker or a school therapist. So many teenagers feel like they can't talk about their health, mental health because of stigma from their parents or family. And like so often teens here are so focused on succeeding and leaving Freeport that they're, they've often put their mental health last. And this causes them to often like have burnouts and breakdowns. To prevent this, we want to create a project around teenagers communicating with other kids their age so they don't feel as alone or ashamed to ask for help. Just like we are so often to go to the doctor for our physical health, we want it to be as easy just for our mental health. That is so critically important, so well put. Thank you for sharing that. The next student we're gonna to speak to is Lourdes. Lourdes, I wanna know a little bit more about some of the other programs. We heard about the calming spaces, the wellness spaces, but um, there's also, you know, some curriculum I heard about that the doc had explained earlier in the first segment, you know, sources of strength. So talk to us about your involvement and talk to us a little bit about that. Yeah. So um, there's this program that me and Lee are part of called Sources of Strength. Um, and this curriculum is pre-K through 12. However, we are part of the high school aspect of it. Um, for the younger students, um, it is more teacher led, you know, and it is a full curriculum. Um, that is integrated into classes. Um, however, for us at this high school level, um, we found it successful to, for it to become a student-led um, activity. And so what happens is that we will come together and meet and talk about um, mental health and what is needed for that within the school. And so what we ended up doing was we came together and we had a Sources of Strength week where we took the core foundations of Sources of Strength, uh, family support, positive friends, mentors, health activities, generosity, spirituality, physical health, and mental health, right? And so we took those core ideas and we created a week in which there were certain spaces that the students could go to during their free time or when they needed to sort of calm down and relax and, you know, get back to the space they need in order for the, because, you know, we're school, so we want learning to be the most successful thing here. And mental health is such a, an important part of that because if your mental health is not in the right space, you can't learn um, to the best of your abilities. And so with this Sources of Strength week, we took these core ideas and we created spaces for the students to come. They could relax during their lunch periods, play games, and there was like little post-it by numbers. But the core foundation of it is that the students know that there's somewhere that they can always go within the school, whether it is um, one of our calming spaces or our wellness center, no matter what it is, there's always someone there to support them. So critically important, if you know you have the support of your peers, the program is going to be very successful because, again, it gets back to the stigma. But it's also that support feeling that, you know, there is somebody that you trust, that you have that relationship with, that you can connect with. Leah, you are also an 11th grader. You're involved in these programs. And I also want to put a little shout out because your mom is president of the Board of Education there. So that comes with a whole bunch of other mental health stressors that you don't have to deal with. So, you know, we'll, we'll have a special program for mom. But talk to me about what your peers, what your friends are telling you how this program has been of a value and that, you know, has helped some of them. Maybe, you know, somebody firsthand that has really benefited uh, and what it's meant to you to be a part of it in Freeport. Yeah. So I'm one of the peer leaders for the Sources of Strength. And during the Sources of Strength week, I was in the 
lunchroom areas, the we have little common rooms where we had this um, like these events in the during lunch, and there was a bunch of kids coming from their lunch to play these games and do the sticker by numbers, and I knew a couple of them, so they were telling me that that it was actually pretty fun and that they were having a good time and a lot of kids were coming back since it was for the whole week a lot of kids were coming back throughout the week to participate and they were really excited with the the coloring a lot of people like the coloring and it just calmed them down as a peer leader what what were some of the learnings that you had to undergo so that you could be of good support for others um not to put anyone like you have to learn not to put anyone down to make them feel like little. You have to be on their level. And that's why some kids aren't comfortable with going to adults because they feel smaller compared to adults. So I think that's why it's important to have peer leaders because you're more comfortable speaking to someone who's going through the same thing as you. Yeah, there's no judgment, right? You, you kind of like, hey, we've been there, done that right alongside of you. We understand. And what is something that is a big standout for you um, that you're glad Freeport has these programs in place? What stands out for you on that? That people just, they didn't, because it was peer led, people didn't care what they were doing. Like people were not self-conscious, I guess, that like you were coloring, like no one saw it as a little kid thing or everyone was just comfortable and everyone was happy to be there and no one was judging like you said very supportive environment a great initiative to help deal with some of the mental health crises that we're seeing in our society today i want to thank all the students from the freeport school district and dr canalapolis thank you so much for sharing the program with us and Ms. easter keep up the great work as well you've been listening to spotlight on long island schools on 103.9 li news radio and again out on linewsradio.com and listen folks if you want to find out about what freeport is doing and see if you could implement it into your schools have your school district reach out to theirs thanks for tuning in and we'll see you again next week The views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, JVC Broadcasting Management, or its sponsors.